You're listening to Empress Conversations Podcast with your host, Maggie Peary. Conversations with Maggie. Join us next time on the next episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. To learn more about guests or for more information on working with Maggie, go to www.empressconversationswithmaggie slash get hyphen started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. Today, my guest is Megan Calhoun. And here's a little bit about Megan. In 2019, Megan was on the brink of a working mom burnout, a demanding cemetery sales quota, two toddlers, a drive for perfection, and an inability to ask for help were making her feel like she was one bad day away from mental breakdown. It was this stress that forced Morgan to find a fast and effective way to cope. That's when she created the Power Up, a 10-minute daily practice of breathing, gratitude, and celebration to cope with all the drama, from fearful daycare drop-offs to counseling families going through incredible grief and despair. The cemetery job gave Megan an ever-present reminder that life is short and it fueled Megan's career change in 2022 to a mindset mentor and joyologist. I love that, joyologist. Nowadays, Megan's mission is to help other working moms thrive in, in the mommy hamster wheel. She teaches women how to calm their nervous system, create awareness and intention, practice boundaries, and cultivate a Shiro mindset. Her contagious energy and love for wigs and whoopee cushions inspire moms to notice the little magic in life, to be present for moments where children, and remember to overall enjoy yourself. Megan, welcome. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So Megan, do tell us a little bit more, paint a little bit more detail into that introduction I just gave. Oh, absolutely. It was a dark, dark day when I realized that I was just not able to keep up with the life that I had created for myself. And although I loved my job, helping families on the hardest day of their life, Mm -hmm. and I loved my children, my sweet little three-year-old and one-year-old at the time, Mm -hmm. I was just not able, I wasn't present at all. I wasn't, I was there, but I wasn't really there. And it kind of culminated this one morning where I was trying to get ready for work. And if, if you're a working mom and you have to clock in or you have to be somewhere at a certain time, you know that there is this pressure to get all the children out the door and remember all the lunches and get yourself ready. And never mind, I mean, when you have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, there's a lot of emotions. It's a big roller coaster every day and they have no concept of time. So here I was trying to be perfect where, of course, I can't let my children watch TV in the morning. Like Maggie, why was I thinking that? I have no idea. Um, I could have thrown on Sesame Street and and maybe things would have been a little easier, but um, I'm trying to curl my hair in, in the bathroom and my daughter comes up and she's just getting all this negative attention. Mommy, mommy. And I was kind of like 
tending to her in in my check engine state of mind. Like I was so burned out and so like frazzled. I couldn't even really hear what her needs were because I wasn't tending to my own needs. And uh, while I'm uh, struggling with her, then my one-year-old comes up, toddles up and grabs the curling iron. And I didn't even notice until I hear it drop on the ground and immediate, I know, and immediately his little hands had all these burn bubbles on them. And, you know, I had to, <laughs> and the, you know, the day doesn't end there, right? It's so traumatic for, you know, mommy whose son is hurting. And um, uh, then you try to get in the car and they're, you know, try to fight traffic and then you drop them off. I had two separate drop-offs and then, you know, you hope there's time for Starbucks, but probably not. And you just get to work and at a cemetery, the first call you get in the morning is, oh, hi, um, my mom just died. Can you help me? And I just like was carrying all these emotions and people needing me and ignoring my own needs that I just knew there had to be a better way. <laughs> so wow. that's when I created the power up, um, which is a 10 minute daily practice of just completely taking you to the next best feeling and maybe maybe even even higher than that you know if you're if you um need to calm down but also raise your energy mm. i think just taking this 10 minutes of breathing and then gratitude and then celebration mm. and you can completely change your physiology mm. so so that's that's kind of more into my uh, burnout, how that happened. Isn't it something how um, God or, you know, uh, whatever your belief system is, created women to have a superpower, and that is multitasking, because there is no way you have a child that just burnt themselves, another one needs you, you've got to be work, you've got to do this, and then you get to work with all of that stuff going on and you have to put your feelings and your emotions aside because now you have to deal with somebody else's crisis and that call, it's just another flip. And that's a constant state of just being tense and being, okay, I got to breathe. I got to focus. I got to change. That's a lot to deal with. And that is so many women on every day operating on that level of just level 10 tension. That's a lot to deal with. It sure is. And and even when you're an entrepreneur or maybe a solopreneur, as many of your audience members are, you, as a mom, you may not check in with yourself very often. And, yeah. and really, or just as a woman, we're always like giving, giving, pleasing, pleasing. And we're not asking ourselves, well, how am I actually feeling? Yeah. And this is something that I've learned is so important to, it's so simple as just asking yourself, like getting a little bit quiet and turning in and saying, well, how am I actually feeling right now? That is so powerful because when you have awareness, then you can have the intention to go in the direction that you want to actually be feeling. You know, Megan, if you're not careful, 
your body will res- will answer that question because sometimes our body does whisper, you know, okay, I'm not feeling this or something. But if you are totally ignoring what your body is letting you know that something's going on, it will shut you down and make you sit down. So it's so important. So how do you deal? I know your, your message is the 10 minute power up, but I have found that there are days where I might need to set my alarm for 45 minutes and literally go lay down. And I don't know if 10 minutes would be enough for me because the tension, the stress, the everything that's on my plate, it's just, okay, I'm in overload mode. I got to just shut down and reset. How do you deal with it? Do you have something else in addition to the 10 minutes or how do you work that? For sure, for sure. That's a great. That's a great point. Uh, and I want to. I want to just go back to what you're saying about your body will tell you. Uh, you know when you need a break. My sister-in-law has been working herself silly. You know, just like more, more, more. And she ended up getting shingles. And it's like her body was just telling her, you know, slow down. But like that's pretty extreme. Yeah. Or you know, we, our our immune system gets suppressed, yeah. or you know, our our cell we get inflamed from stress on a cellular level. And a lot of guys, they call it like disease these days. But um, yeah. yeah, it's so true. So, um, so the 10 minutes, I mean, you know, when, when you're working full time and you have two children, you don't have a lot of time to yourself. So that's where that 10 minutes of very intense, uh, focused, um, you know, energy goes, but Hey, if you've got 45 minutes, that's awesome. I mean, uh, this morning I did a 20 minute, um, meditation, from Mind Valley, which is something that I, I absolutely love. Mind Valley is created by Vishen uh, Lakani, and he's uh, basing his practice off of the Silva method, which is uh, like pretty much self hypnosis, which yeah. sounds like we think of hypnosis and it's like, I'm going to turn you into chicken and like make you drop your phone in water or something. But <laughs> It's like a party trick, but actually hypnosis is just a state of being super relaxed. And when we are super relaxed, we're able to let that intuition come in and that, and and just take a break from the stress of our lives. So that's what I did this morning. Or like a walk is always good if you have 45 minutes or I, I am very fond of journaling mm. as well. Um, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, but I think the power up is 10 minutes and it's broken up into, uh, breathing and the breathing is called priming. It's by, it's a technique that Tony Robbins has coined. Uh, and so it's, it's, you're putting your hands over your head and breathing in through your nose. And then as you bring your arms down, you breathe out through your nose, which creates a little bit of a splash zone, Maggie. So you probably want to have a tissue next to you when you're doing this over and over and over again, like maybe like 20, 25 times for like three sets of that. And man, you are just infusing your body with all this good oxygen, which when we get stressed, we probably forget to breathe. Absolutely. And then, and then, you know, gratitude is something that really releases so many great brain chemicals. Um, and so you just like, sometimes when I'm doing a power up, I will, I will be so in the state of gratitude that I just begin to weep because 
it is that that powerful and overwhelming sometimes where you're just like, oh my God, look at all my blessings. Wow, exactly. exactly. So amazing. And then the the celebration portion is is it it when Tony Robbins does it, he he's very masculine and it's like a power pose and you're just screaming at the top of your lungs, which is great and very invigorating, but uh it's not it's not as feminine and like socially acceptable. And like my neighbors started to think I was crazy. Like, why is this chick yelling? (laughs) Um, And so I have found that, um, you know, laughter yoga is just so brilliant for, for bringing in this, these brain chemicals that just lift us right up because it doesn't matter your body doesn't know the difference between fake laughter and real laughter. Isn't that amazing? That you is. Just I just recognize laughter. laughter. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So if you're laughing for three minutes, like just think how that's going to make you feel. It's just Pretty like, good. you know, fireworks and rainbows coming out of your head and your heart. And you're just like, uh, and I really do believe that, you know, our, our vibration that we let out to the world is, is kind of, it's it's a service to others it's it makes us feel good mm-hmm. and it it brings that kind of like karmic you know vibe back to us as well mm-hmm. Indeed. so Indeed. yeah so that's what i i recommend for for all 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 people <laughs> solopreneurs <laughs> entrepreneurs you know you've got even if you're an entrepreneur and you've got maybe like two or three employees working for you you've got people needing you you know Absolutely. and fires to put out and things Absolutely. to think about so Absolutely. it's good to just calm yourself and be you know emotionally prepared for the day Absolutely So Megan let's connect a little bit of the dots here because after or during the pandemic, let's kind of tell the story how you were working at the cemetery and where you are today. Yeah. In terms of your so, career. Yeah. Your business. So, um, so March, 2020 rolled around and the funeral industry, although people were dying of course, <laughs> even sometimes more than more than normal because co- a global pandemic had hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but but people were not allowed to gather for funerals, and they were also we didn't know what was going to happen with the stock market. Mm-hmm. And boomers, baby boomers, were told to stay in their house because they were going to die of COVID. And so our our cemetery business just went straight down in one month. It was incredible. And so they made the decision. It's a family run business. They made the decision to cut 25% of their cemetery sales staff, which was such a blessing for me. I mean, I think Maggie, I cried for about 15 minutes because, you know, being laid off never feels good. But I was like, wait, this is amazing. I can finally live out my dream of being a stay-at-home mom to this three-year-old and one-year-old who at this point were four and two. But um, yeah, so I just had a wonderful year or two with them um, just going on adventures and really, you know, getting to know them because I was not able to really, you know, make those connections with them that 
you you could do I mean there's quality time and then there's quantity of time and I I felt like I needed quantity um so so immediately I took a course by Kathy Heller who is a confidence and abundance coach she has a podcast too and um she held this three-month course which I learned so much about creating an online business but I also met a lot of amazing women who were also doing that. And, and the community that we created through that was just so powerful to connect with like-minded people during a time when they were telling you, don't leave your house. You know? right. <laughs> right. And I'm such an extrovert that, um, that it was just, it was just the best decision, the best, you know, investment I really made. Um, and so this whole time, like after the course, I was like, well, I'm just going to be a stay at home mom because I've never had this opportunity before. So I'm just going to really lean into that. And actually they needed to be homeschooled too. So that was kind of a full-time job too. And then, yeah. And then, so, um, you know, when they were able to go back into school, uh, I hired a business coach who I met through made to do this and, and just kind of tried to hone my message and exactly what, which one of these online business models was I going to pursue? And it's been a journey, Maggie. It's been a journey. You know, at first I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be a content creator because as you said in my intro, I love wigs and I love whoopee cushions and I love self-help. And it's, it's kind of uh, this kind of content creation of, you know, personifying your inner critic uh-huh. is, is so funny to me. And I think there's, there's a place for that in, in, you know, personal development can be so heavy when Indeed. you're like doing the work. Um, yeah. So, so I did that for a little while and then I was just like, you know, um, I think I'm ready to take it to the next level and be an actual coach, like a mindset mentor, because I really feel like our whole world, our whole experience on this earth in our lifetime starts in our mind. And if you can really understand your own mind, like you can turn a very scary place into a beautiful garden and, and just with the butterflies and the birds chirping and, you know, what a, what a gift to yourself to be able to have your mind be a safe place, you know, and it, and it that, takes a lot of work. It, it takes a lot does. of work. That is my <laughs> next question, Megan, because 99% of the battle is in your mind, whether you're going to do it, whether you're not, should you take the chance or you're not. I mean, there was so much that every day, the decisions that we have to make. One of the things I was going to ask you is, did you find yourself doing your own mindset work to start, okay, where am I going to focus? Is it going to be the creator? Were you going through that process, coaching yourself into doing this business? What was that like? Oh, for sure. I really believe Maggie, it's, it, for me, it takes constant, uh, like inundating myself with messages, positive messages and learning and, um, just, Every chance I get, I, I'm consuming some sort of literature about, you know, uh, all kinds of things. So, so 
in 2021, I made a commitment to myself to finish one book a month. And uh, I started with um, Abraham Hicks with the Law of Attraction. And oh, actually, sorry, it was um, Gabby Bernstein and she had Super Attractor. So like learning about manifesting and attracting things to you, this, this unstudied law of the universe of like, you know, whatever you you know, how do people create things in their life? Because a lot of my life, I was just reacting to circumstances around me like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll do this now. And I guess I'll do this. And um, instead of really like forging your path, even though it's unknown. Um, and then I, and then in March, I read um, or listened to, I listen to books. That's how I do it. Cause I don't sit down and read it, but listening, I can do it while I'm doing the laundry or driving. I think if you're not turning your car into a classroom, like you are wasting your time. Absolutely. <laughs> every route, every place you're going, that's books right there, audiobooks. but you yes. know, yes. Or do. podcasts, right. You can I learn. The same thing. Yes. Be inspired. Yeah. So I, I learned about the feminine energy. It's called the audacity to be queen about mm -hmm. how, how queen Esther, um, in the Bible, she, mm -hmm. she was like very calm and used her feminine wisdom to like save her people and how that translates today. Uh, and then, you know, just all kinds of books, the, the, um, gay Hendrix about how we have the, like this happiness cap where, where you kind of get to a certain level and then your ego or your mind starts going, oh no, but you can't be that happy. Like, oh, something's got to go wrong. And it, it, well, like we all do this. Right. And, but it's like, no, just like, you know, it's okay. Just no subconscious. We are doing something different. We are experiencing more joy. Um, and then I kind of got into like, um, atomic habits, um, by James clear, I think something like that. Atomic habits. I mean, you know, learning why do we do the things that we do and how do we adopt new habits? So, so Maggie, it went on like this throughout, you know, the 12 months and just the amount, I feel like the amount I've learned about myself is astronomical, you know, cause it starts to build on, e on each other. And so that, that sort of, um, that sort of learning, uh, intention to learn and be better just even 1% every day is that the intention is there, right? If I, if I have an awareness of something that I need to learn, I'm mm -hmm. going to go and learn it. And then, and then I'll learn the next thing and the next thing. Next so, thing. Yes. Yes. yeah. And, and just to surround myself with that. And I, I will say, so I heard this story about um, ships or planes when they're navigating, if they're off by even 1%, uh -huh. they'll, they'll end up in an, another continent. Like, uh, so 100%. yeah, isn't that amazing? Wow. Isn't that amazing over, wow. the, over their journey? So if you are trying to get 1% better, you know, even half a percent better, you're going to end up so much better off. And really, I think um, Kathy Heller um, is every single episode of her show is just about about confidence and giving yourself permission. And so I listened to a lot of that, just, you know, reprogramming my thoughts to be like, cause I used to have this, this monologue, this, this mantra that did not serve me. And I didn't realize it until 2017. And it was just, 
you can't do that. Like, why is my brain telling me I can't do that? And and I believed it. <laughs> you would be so, surprised, Megan, on how many women, when it comes to starting businesses, confidence is just not there. And it's always a negative self-talking statement that just resonates. And they latch onto that. Women latch onto the negative versus you could be sitting on a billion dollar idea and not do it because you're not confident in it. Yet someone who has a $50 idea will run with it as if it was a million dollars worth. But it's the confidence part on women. I really can connect to that because I've been there, done that. So Definitely yeah. people there. Well, how do you, how do you do? How do you do your confidence bit? Like, I am a little bit of a different breed because I grew up with four brothers and I was the only girl. So for me, I always that was never a question. I knew who I was. I I knew who I am. I never felt insecure in that area. If I was going to fail, if I was going to succeed, I just did it. The confidence was always there. But in things that I was not sure of, especially when it came to business, for the first five years, I definitely struggled with imposter syndrome and I struggled with confidence. But after that, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm over this. It just makes sense for me to either try it, fail it, get up and and keep going. So that was my story. And up until then, I, I haven't looked back since. Oh, awesome. I agree with you. The the knowing and the confidence comes in the doing. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, Megan. Good, 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 good statement there. That's yeah. And and also, I mean, for the women who are struggling with their inner critic or imposter syndrome. Uh, One simple trick you can do is just have a little chat with your subconscious and say, okay, subconscious, I know you're trying to keep me safe and you've had these ideas running for a long time, but here's what we're doing now. Mm. Now we are trying things and Mm. we're going to fail, but it's going to be okay. You are safe and you are loved Mm. and, and we're just going to go down this path and just, you know like enjoy the journey. And if, you know, you implant that idea in your subconscious, it's, it's just sometimes as simple as that, you know, I mean, but in, and those thoughts will come back, you know, they'll be like, Oh no, I don't know about this. It's like, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing this. (laughs) That's absolutely right. That's a, you know, I am going to simplify this even more because if you ever saw the movie, the help with Viola Davis and she always, it's so simple, but I can just imagine saying, okay, a subconscious stop. We're not going to take that statement in, but Viola Davis says this three little sentences. You are smart. You are what? No, you are smart something and you are important. I forgot the second one. You are smart, you are wise, you're important or something like that. She says to the little girl, but those three things, if you repeat that even into your inner self, and I'll be honest, in my twenties, in my first apartment, I used to have little post-it notes that I put all over my mirror. Maggie, you're beautiful, Maggie. And just whatever it was that I was struggling with at that time, that's what I needed to hear. And that's what kept reinforcing who I was, or if it was a Bible scripture or whatever it was at that time. And that's what I would do. I would see it. I would say it. And that kept me going day by day, day by day. But yeah, it's a lot. Yes, absolutely. I love that you did that. I love that you did that because look, nobody is coming to rescue you and your ego and your mind. Like you need to be your best cheerleader. Megan, I need to repeat that. Nobody is coming to rescue you. Rescue you. 
stop. <laughs> there is no knight in shining armor. I'm sorry, Disney, but in 2022, right. rescue yourself. I mean, seriously, there is nobody coming to save you outside of Jesus, but that's a whole different, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. different conversation would have. But especially in business, save yourself. I mean, you may not have succeeded the first time. Try something else. I definitely agree with that. I definitely do. So let me flip it back on you, Megan, and your journey and how you started becoming a coach. Let's talk a little bit more about that, because in this space where you are now. Uh, this, sorry, what's the question? Oh, did you freeze? No, I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't oh. freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, edit that out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you were so stoic like you didn't move I was like I didn't mean to I I was just waiting so Megan tell us a little bit about the space you're in now in regards to your business because you walked us through the beginning part of your journey from the pandemic in 2020 what took you through to 2022 and now you're like you know what I'm ready to start my coaching now what yes so it is still a head game Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, every day finding evidence of, of there are reminding myself there are people out there who need my help and and I have a calling to help people and um, and they are out there and in in the process in doing um, I've discovered that I would love to have sort of a fitness uh, focus on my coaching and Mm. I'm presently creating a program to help women figure out how to break the cycle of dieting and cardio and all these things that we do to ourselves that we think we've heard that it's okay. But actually what I've found is I mean any exercise is good anything that that helps you get out and get your blood moving and you like doing that's good for you but uh, one thing that I found for me is weightlifting and then also uh, you know working out is like 20 percent of the equation nutrition is the equation so crazy and I, I you know when I was when I was younger maybe 20 years ago I'd be reading these beauty magazines or like People magazine or, you know, 17 or whatever was cool at the time. And, you know, it would be like this model who was super thin. It was like, what does she eat? Like, how do I get that body? But really what women need to know is, you know, starving yourself is not going to be the answer. Like, Absolutely. And anybody, Absolutely. anybody can starve themselves, but, but really what's going to help you is building your muscle. And getting that that um, confidence that you get from from doing the hard work. So um, and then and then guiding you know women on on nutrition as well is is really where my passion is at because I feel like I've unlocked this it, you know with the mind stuff I feel like I've unlocked that as well. But but I just I know for me there used to be such a desire to figure out how to get the body I wanted. And I feel like I figured that out and I can really help women with that. That so it'll, it, Yeah. So thank you. So it'll start off as a local program, but really once I get, you know, the, the online program going, it'll be kind of an 
evergreen or an online course. Even We're better. In, yeah. And I think I, I really would like to create a community of women too, because I think that women do need community and we like to hear, you know, we, we are stronger together. Absolutely. We thrive in those environments. Yeah. You know, the beautiful thing, um, and one of the things for our listeners that I was so excited about having you on today is that Megan, your journey has just begun. You literally have just answered your call in your journey. And as you start your business, as we spoke earlier on, I was like, you know what? I'd love to see where you're going to be in five years and we can pick this conversation up. And remember five years ago when we first did our podcast and you were da 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 da. So the beautiful thing is you are literally just starting. And I'm so excited for you and your journey because as other women are listening to this, hopefully, you know, they do their mind work and are able to get started on their business and their ideas and launch. But before we uh, wrap up our conversation for today, please tell our listeners where they can find you on Instagram, online, and your email, and any other last messages you'd like to share. Oh, thank you, Maggie. Absolutely. I thought you were going to ask me, where do I want to be in five years? And well, that's <laughs> it. Hey, why don't you answer that question first? That is really, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, that that's a thing that, that we really all need to kind of uh, think about, right? Because you need yeah. to set your GPS and you absolutely have a direction where you'd like to go. And, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like the external things that are that we're striving for, although those are great, but it's, it could be also like the feelings that you want to feel in five years, which, which by the way, are available to you now, right? Like, so it, like in five years, I want to feel freedom in my business. And like, I want to feel confident that I've helped so many people. It's like, well, you can really actually feel that right now. Right now. And feeling it right now is going to help you get closer to that five years so much faster because that's really what manifesting is all about. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And feel good um, about it too. Yeah. But I mean, really, Maggie, my 10-year, 5 to 10-year goal, and, it, and it, it's going to happen as quickly as I am ready for it. You know what I mean? Like I, I talk about, I have all these funny sayings and this is where the, the wigs and the whoopee cushion come in. But like realizing your popularity is about loving yourself and having your, your own confidence in yourself because popularity is what other think, people think of you. But when you realize your popularity, which is a whole nother story, it comes from a sweatshirt I bought in Japan. And, and it's like, what is this ridiculous realizing popularity? But for me, it's become a whole movement. <laughs> like, as in poop? Well, I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? I, it, it was on a sweatshirt that I got in Japan. And I, if you've ever been to Japan, they have a funny way of like interpreting English. So it just was like realizing popularity, but, but, um, not so much poop, but like, you know, I, for me, I think poop is funny, but, um, popularity is this um, needing external approval and Uh like answering people pleasing and all these, you know, Uh things and not, but, but popularity is like answering your heart's desire and like really checking in with your soul and saying, you know, realizing your dreams 
and liking yourself and all these things. So, so, you know, realizing your popularity, opening up your receiving hole, that's what I call it. And like letting these things in. So, so when, as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm ready to let my receiving hole open, like, you know, I'd love to manifest a TV show on HBO where it's, it's like part, you know, like kind of self-help skits. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Self-help skits and interviews and kind of like games and just feel good. It's sort of like Oprah, Ellen, the tonight show, but also just you're, you're going to walk away with some really great mindset things and and fun and joy and celebration. Um, So that's my, that's my five to 10 year goal. So being a coach in the meantime is kind of just, you know, and building my, my, uh, confidence, I guess. Megan, I have to say this and to all our listeners, if I've ever said anything that's of value, let it be this. Megan, you have just demonstrated that when your vision is that crisp and clear, it will come true because you can see what it is that you want. You've clearly identified a TV show on HBO and it'll look like this. It'll smell like this. It'll have this. It'll have that. That is how clear and precise that it needs to be because even though I'm not my goal weight right now, and I hate to bring it down to weight, but I've already envisioned what my body would look like, what outfits I'm going to wear. And I'm working towards that every day by watching what I'm eating, going to the gym, staying, you know, getting my proper hours of sleep every night, doing all the right things that will drive me to that destination. Just like you talked about the compass and being 1% off, it's going to take me to that final destination. But I absolutely adore. And I just, I'm so excited about that because you said something and you just brought it on full screen because you have the vision. And once you have that vision, you have the confidence. Watch out world. Here she comes. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. That gives me so much. See, like that's the, the external approval, but I just love that vote of confidence. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Because it gives me, it gives me power to keep going, you know, and to, to believe it, you know, like double down on my belief too. You already have that power though, Megan. <laughs> Thank you. It is. It's in, it's in me. Yes, yeah, exactly. it is. We are Please so powerful. Where they can find you on us. Yes. Thank you. So, so I mostly work off of Instagram and my handle is at Megs, M-E-G-S dot Malloy, M-A-L-L-O-Y. And that's my, that's my alter ego stage name. And, uh, and that is where you can find all the things and connect with me. Fantastic. Megan, you've been an absolute delight. I cannot thank you enough for being here with me. Thank you for being a guest on my show. Oh, Maggie, you are doing something so wonderful in the world. And I really appreciate you. And thank you so much for giving me this space. Absolutely. You're listening to Empress Conversations podcast with your host, Maggie Peary. Conversations with Maggie. Join us next time on the next episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. To learn more about guests or for more information on working with Maggie, go to www.empressconversationswithmaggie slash get hyphen started.